good morning to all of you comrades you know we are going to go to Spreaker.com, not Spreaker.com, but the Spreaker app. So this is what is affectionately, affectionately known as the show. Before the show, little uh, something I always forget to bring up. What's the date today? Feb February, rary. 26 2023 yes one thing i just forget if i don't know what you're listening to this program on but that qr code is my receive bitcoin code for my wallet my bitcoin wallet that is how i am taking donations or <clears throat> whatever you want to call it, uh, if you feel compelled to uh, throw me a bone, the show is monetized on Spreaker.com. That's why if you listen to it there, there's commercials interjected that I have no control over. And uh, I just checked it, and it's like a whopping nickel a day so i feel like a uh a lister on spotify that gets pennies for every stream which is horseshit but uh you know that's the world that we're living in all right so we're on spreaker now too so let's get this show going i have no idea what i am going to say and where is my, I wish this would let me arrange. I thought it was right down here. There it is. Okay, here we go. Lost all my hearing. Jesus. Welcome to a brand new episode. I played that. What? Welcome to a brand new episode. Huh. Okay, let's try this one. Like batteries to power. Turbines to speed. The purpose of our two previous encounters is now very clear to me. I do not intend to be distracted by another. Good night, Mr. Bond. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond. I, I expect, expect you to, to die. die. die yes. As much as any bloke. But in the spirit of commemoration, whereby those important events of the past, usually associated with someone's death or the end of some awful bloody struggle, are celebrated with a nice holiday... I thought we could mark this November the 5th, a day that is sadly no longer remembered, by taking some time out of our daily lives to sit down and have a little chat. 
There are, of course, those who do not want us to speak. We think, just let me I think. Expect even now, orders are being shouted into telephones, and men with guns yes. will soon be on their way. It's chance of that. Damn it! Why? Because while the truncheon may be used in lieu of conversation, words, words will always retain their power. Yeah. Words offer the means to meaning, and for those who will listen, the enunciation of truth. And the truth is. There is something terribly wrong with this country, isn't that? You deserve no, there's you nothing wrong. Proof. You taught me every television in London. Cruelty and injustice, intolerance and oppression. And where once you had the freedom to object, to think and speak as you saw fit, you now have sensors and systems of surveillance coercing your conformity and subjecting your submission. We need cameras. How did this happen? Who's to blame? Well, certainly there are those who are more responsible than others, and they will be held accountable. But again, truth be told, if you're looking for the guilty, you need only look into a mirror. A mirror. Yeah. <laughs> there is no escape. Don't make me destroy you. Luke, you do not yet realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power uh, of the, the dark, dark side. Do you want to know what it is? No. No. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Yeah, it's called the Internet. Even now, in this very room, you can see it when you look out your window or when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church. When you pay your taxes, it is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? That you are a slave, Neo. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage, born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. Move south to find Navia. Let Crixus and the other Gauls chase lost hope. Sparic decisions being made. We must stand as one <laughs> or fall divided. A lesson hard learned. Shackle will be struck from every slave upon our path. We will see our numbers grow. And when they have become legion, we will face Glaber and the hordes of Rome again. And the gods shall weep for their suffering.
kids welcome to another i think this is four or five days in a row another episode of the original red pill show today sunday where you all should be in church what the hell are you listening to me for actually i should be too uh today's february 26 sunday 2023 the show is for entertainment and educational purposes only, please use at your own risk. Show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without our written consent, or you can just ask. Finally, the show is opinionated. The host, especially me, Callers, guests, people that are naughty in the chat room are and always will be opinionated under no circumstances whatsoever. Should opinions be taken as advice, if you're seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a licensed, if required, person. 
and his or her feel little Tommy. Hey, man. No, that's his name broadcasting live, and I hate saying all that shit, but you know what? You got to. You got to. I am just the condescending, misogynist, racist asshole that doesn't have a college degree. So I'm nothing. I know who I am. I think that's more valuable than having a piece of paper you pay $100,000 for and you don't know jack shit. But what do I know? I got a pretty good track record, too. Oh, I guess I've I never been called a narcissist. What did I say? I'm also a, uh, did I say that I'm a uh, condescending person? Fill in the blank. Ashhole, ashhole, condescending asshole. Yeah, I've been called a lot of things. It's okay, though. Because <laughs> uh, it doesn't really matter to me. Some people just don't get it. Do you? I don't know. We'll see. My job is to wake you up. Not woke. Not this woke crap wake you up and get you really get you out of the matrix now and of course technically we are in the matrix because you're listening to me through the matrix at least that's how i look at it it's more than just smoke and mirrors and virtual reality it's Getting all of us to get on the internet, which once upon a time was total anonymity in a way to express your freedoms and God-given rights as an American citizen to exercise those rights. But now, not so much. Anyway, that's just my perspective. So I'm going to look at the chat room now. See who's in here. Like I said, you should be in church. Shame on you. You all are going to hell. I hope you're happy. I hope you're ready for that. <laughs> uh, am I broadcasting live? Yes, I am. There you go. We got a couple of people in there. So what's going on? Okay. No comments. That's cool. Don't be scared. I used to be in chat rooms like this too. And then uh, I participated. I called in. I was offered my own show way back at Freedom Miser Radio with Proof Negative, and then uh, it's just gone on from there. So you never know, but I encourage that because you might have your own show one day or be a co-host on here or somewhere else or whatever, but uh, you got to make baby steps first. Uh, this is not as easy as it seems, but... Um, it is definitely fun. And once it's done being fun, I'm done. Okay? Okay. So we're going to have to recognize people here because I have to. Because without listeners, well, I'd have a show, but I mean... I don't, like I said, I don't really care if there's one person or 10,000. It doesn't matter to me. Okay, so the ratings are up. Now, this is very easy. This is why I hate logistics and numbers and all these bean counter assholes. Okay, because right now, 
we are up 294% compared to the last 14 days. Actually, I've never seen it that high. However, here's the backstory. I've only been doing a show lately, like once a month, if that. And uh, I went from not doing it anymore. And I go through my phases because I get overloaded. But I think getting off of social media is really going to help. And slowly backing out of my dependency and indoctrination of either grabbing my phone all the time or, or to, and then get on to social media and whatever. My, my friends that I keep in contact with are face-to-face or at the worst case, text messaging, which I can't stand. So I'm going, I'm, I'm weaning my way out of the matrix there. That's what I call it. Um, but I do have to share this. So, I mean, if this was just a corporate bean counter and I was getting paid by performance and bonus, Hey man, I'm up 294%. Show me the money. Show me the money, man. Hey, I'm up 300%. Yeah, okay. Anyway, nonetheless, it's up that high. It's not really an accurate number, but it is what it is. So by country, we have the United States of America, where it's just all honest, free elections, and there's no shenanigans going on. And if there was, um, you know, we're just not going to do nothing about it. So I don't know. Now, this is... This is her across the world. I'm going to go through the Spreaker stat, uh, stats, or what do you call these? Ratings, too. Algeria, Morocco, Australia, Egypt, and Finland. Okay, so there's the globe. In the United States of America, we're just all united and all getting together, not trying to kill each other and just let our fucking elected servants do what the fuck they want. Colorado's number one, California, California. God, I would love to go to California. I don't think it'd come back. Illinois is a shithole. New Jersey, yeah, never been there. Jersey, uh, Connecticut, Florida, uh, Idaho, and Utah, Idaho. So who's the hoe? Give me your number. Canada, eh? Nothing. I, don't, I love Canada. I've been up in the northwestern providence above washington state fucking absolutely beautiful <laughs> and then we got australia mate with uh nsw whatever the fuck that means i don't know where that's at so thank you very much and that's just this month which i cannot believe it's almost over holy shit Okay, let's go to Spreaker. Spreaker.com. What is this now? I don't understand this. So a uh, a little message to my um, to our listeners. Uh, I make the, I mean that collectively. Yes, this isn't. This isn't what it said earlier. What did I do different? Last 30 days? I don't know. Let's do the last 12 months a little bit more accurate. Because I I didn't know I didn't cancel. If you want to listen to the show in its entire best clarity, but it does have spots in it, and I have no control over that because it is monetized. I just can't figure it out on Podbean because they make it so fucking difficult. 
I love Podbean. Don't get me wrong. And it's probably me, but Spreaker uh, is much more user-friendly. And I'm not an idiot, but I just can't understand how they do it. It should be very simple, and it's not. Uh, okay, the top countries on Spreaker for the past 12 months. Oh, and to message to all, my, to all of our my listeners, whatever, in the world. I realize, and so do us American citizens, and you can take that for whatever you think it means. We realize we are the laughing stock of the world. And I don't want to get into it too much. We realize that. But don't think for a minute that we're all sitting here very happy in how we treat other countries in the guise of all oh, freedom and liberty and democracy when we're just going over there and and uh taking all your resources from your country uh or using it strategically for military purposes now i love the military don't get me wrong but the way i perceive things and try to comprehend them. If it was flipped and foreign countries wanted to put their bases in our country or even around it or right next to us, it would never happen. Maybe it is happening. I don't know. But, uh, you know, it's, trust me. There's a lot of things going on, and I'm not going to get into them. Just, uh, well, watch Julie Green Ministries on YouTube, and then some other things will fall into there. And do your own homework, but don't think for a second that us citizens agree with what's going on. I'm just telling you that right now. Okay, so have a little bit of faith in, in uh, don't be fooled. So I'm going to tell you. Okay, the United States of America is number one. Number two is United Kingdom. I think this breaks it down. Yeah, England. Oh, wonderful. The place of the Rothschilds where they lied to the king saying they were going to lose the war to France. So the stock market went down and the Rothschilds bought it all up. And that's why they have a gazillion dollars, which somehow, some way, I kind of think that that could be uh, morally wrong, not to mention legally, but what the fuck do I know? I know if I did that and I made money like that, lying to the government, I would be in fucking prison if not executed. But uh, like I said, what do I know? What else? I lost it. This is a, uh, you know what? I'm going to say this is harder to navigate than Spreaker. Uh, okay, so now it comes up. <laughs> now it comes up. Top country, United States. I don't know. What's the date? Last 30 days. Okay, we'll just use that. United States, Russia. You know, I'm just going to say something about Putin because um, I know he's the bad, big bad guy, and this is good cop, bad cop crap. 
And uh, depending on who you listen to, and Putin's doing his job. And he's actually brought in, brought up God and Christianity and things of that nature. I haven't heard that once by anybody in the current administration right now. So we're falling more from God. So this is going to be interesting to see how this shit turns out. Um, but our whole entire country is not fallen from God. So the people in power have, and they influence other people to do that very thing because they're a bunch of elitist assholes and they don't think they have to answer to anybody, but that is not true. That's what Farrell thought. And uh, look what happened to him. And they've had plenty of warnings just like Farrell. Anyway, listen to Julie Green Ministries again. Russia, uh, Uzbekistan, I think that's how you call it. India, Bangladesh, I can't talk today. Egypt, Georgia, the country, not the state. And Kerbeta, I don't know what that is. Where's that? Gilbert Islands, where's that? I don't know. The Amwa village, and that's as far as it goes. I'm not I'm not calling anybody out. I was like, I never fucking heard of that before. Very interesting. Uh yeah, see the downloads. Is mostly from sources. I don't know what's Deezer. Really? Because that's the number one. <laughs> that's weird podcast addicts breaker apple podcasts hmm yeah i don't even know where this is submitted to um, but again if you want the best clarity and then of course the music without being altered spreaker is the best place to listen because i know it sounds like shit in playback because i hear it and it does not make me happy so anyway, that I think I'm going to talk about, I'm going to get back in the chat room, see if anybody's, uh, you know, anything you guys want to talk about, bring it up. I don't care now, but when I start getting into my show and talking about shit, it of course brings, um, thought, hopefully thought provoking, um, actions from you guys. So you, uh, comment, but I can't watch the fricking chat room and be in my, um, my world here on this side of the mic and pay attention to that. It's like an interruption. And if we keep having interruptions, we can't have a conversation, but I, but I can engage after, Oh, speaking of engage after that. All right. So I I tried, I'm a huge sci-fi star Trek fan. This will be a good segue into what I'm going to see. Cause it keeps popping up on my phone and I, and I got to say something about it but not specifically to star trek so i i love all that stuff uh i kind of got into star trek the next generation it was okay i didn't like uh the guy that played Riker. you know number one i i really didn't like i really didn't like the show but i watched it okay it was enough to keep me hooked and entertained so on paramount the paramount app 
why am I paying for an app and watching fucking commercials? Whatever. On the Paramount app, there's the show called Picard. And it's in its third season just started. I have tried and tried and tried to watch that show. And I just can't get engaged. So I didn't totally give up on it. And I went into the second season. And I'm like, and eh, 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 whatever. And they're starting to bring back the um, characters from the series from 20 years ago, whatever it was, Star Trek The Next Generation. And <laughs> Beverly, Dr. Beverly Crusher's in it. Seven and Nine's been in it for a while. I think she's awesome. I love her. Um, I think Whoopi Goldberg popped in for one, but, you know, what? whatever. It doesn't matter to me. Riker was in this last one. And it all started to gain traction for me because I just kept going through them and I'm like, fuck this, I ain't watching this. So it finally got me hooked like on episode 10 or like two or three episodes at the very end of the second season. So I watched them and then yesterday, I think there's two new season, new episodes in the third season. I'm going to tell you something. Watch them. I sat here yesterday and I could not stop watching it. And then when it finally stopped, I could have binged all day like Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai got me hooked. I'm like, that's the only show that I've watched that I've gotten, um, except maybe Squid Games. That was really weird. There's a new show about a fitness thing, 100 most physical fit people in South Korea. It's 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 okay. But it reminds me of the Squid Games. I just watched two episodes of that yesterday. But the third season, the first two episodes in Picard are some of the best episodes from Star Trek that I have seen. And now I actually like Reich Riker number 1. I I didn't like him. He's just a fucking asshole. I just, I, he just rubbed me the wrong way. It's like, I don't like this guy at all. I love him now. I mean, they could make a series just based on him now with his, uh, I don't know if it's because he's older now and is an actor and has matured and the character has, he's, he's phenomenal. And I call him the way I see him. So if, if somebody takes offense to that, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. I was like, whatever. I mean, Picard's on the verge of losing his mind. They should put him in a movie portraying Biden because it'd be perfect. But he's still convincing. I don't want to take anything away from him. But, um, you know, everybody's getting older, and the first to go is the mind. But... uh I don't want to take nothing away from him. And that was another problem. I didn't want to watch it because it was boring. He's soft-spoken. His projection and his um, dominance of the scene. I'm pretty sure he was trained through Shakespearean uh, theater. So, but that's gone. I mean, just that, that projection. Like Anthony Hopkins. I don't know if he did either, but... One of my favorite all-time movies is The World's Fastest Indian. That that movie, and it's free. <laughs> it's like, wow. I mean, I'll watch that again and again and again. 
but uh, Picard isn't really the dominant projection, uh, you know, of um, and an aura of confidence isn't there. Um, but it's coming back, and he just got a set of balls in this last uh, <laughs> in this last episode because uh, something's revealed, and I'm not going to be a spoiler. But um, watch it. I, I think you'll like it. I really do. So that's a perfect segue into this shit. Now, I'm, I don't look for stuff, okay? It just, I share and just go, hmm, this is, this keeps coming up. And I'm finally going to comment on it. I'm a huge Marvel fan, okay? I've been a Marvel fan way, probably at least 20 years. I told a friend of mine, Watch this stock because this thing's going to take off. This was way before Disney bought them or anything else. And when they were attempting to uh, make superhero movies and have three different actors play the Hulk and, you know, even Spider-Man and all that. And it was, you know, the uh, Wolverine and, and X-Men and all that. I mean, it was, again, not fully engaged. I'm not a comic book guy. Um So I can't look at it from that perspective. I have no idea what the um, storyline is and what it's supposed to happen. Uh, I I know this is DC, but I like Superman and Christopher, Christopher Reeve in it. I think um, Henry Cavill or Cavill or whatever, however he calls it, whatever he's called. Um, I did not like him at first. Because for me, Superman is Christopher Reeves. I think he was the best. However, however, Henry Cavell Cavill has really matured as an actor. And uh, he's Superman. I, I really don't give a flying fuck what anybody says. He's got me convinced. And to change that character, because there's a big pissing match going on right now between Marvel and DC, and it's destroying things. It's it's like they're going through a divorce, and all they want to do is get one up on each other and make the other one look bad. Why there's collateral damage going on to to um, people that are connected to it. And uh, that's the fans. Now I saw I saw this, so I want I want this to be these people's words and not mine. If I can find it now, <laughs> what is that? Google News. It pops up all the fucking time. Or here we go, right here. Okay, I still can't figure out. I mean, so they got motocross on there, and it's probably algorithms and like what I pay attention to. Uh, but right here, the the flash. Latest episode miserably fails with reference with the Batman reference proves something. I don't know, proves there's a point to why I'm saying this because I could give a shit. This is make believe fantasy fucking land. So it doesn't affect my life. The Batman reference proves Robert Pattinson's role as the dark Knight is criminally underrated. Um, well, here we go again, because Batman to me is the Batman and Robin, Adam West, Burt Ward from the TV show. And they keep painting Batman darker and darker and darker. 
And I think the best Batman in the movies was portrayed by Michael Keaton. Is my it's my opinion. But no, we got to keep changing it, and I don't know why. I mean, how many guys are going to play Yoda or Darth Vader or, you know, whatever? And it's obvious. You know what I'm saying? Once you have a character, I know nothing about what I'm talking about, but once you have a character defined optically, verbally, whatever, I mean, would you, I don't know who's listening to the show. Would you listen to this show if... I had different people do it every day, and I still call it the original Red Pill Show. Fuck no. It's the same thing. I don't know what's eluding us now as a society that once you have something good, you stick with it. And you use common sense and logic. And making all these changes just to make changes, and you think that you're going to keep your audience is a huge mistake. And this goes into the business world too. I see it. I'm seeing it now. And then if you say anything that is not going along with the status quo, you're called names like condescending. Yeah. So there was some more things about this and it was about Ant-Man, how Ant-Man is not doing good at the box office. Um, I'm just going to tell you right now, and this is no disrespect. This is me as a fan. Okay. Marvel is not going to come back unless Robert Downey Jr. Comes back. And that's just, well, as I see it, the truth, once Iron Man was killed off, everything started going down. Um, and these spinoffs or these phases that, that they're doing, I think that's based on storyboards from the comic books. Um, I don't know if Iron Man gets killed or not. Uh, there's a million ways to bring him back. Robert Downey Jr. said, I think he would do it for an ungodly amount of money and maybe he should, I, you know, that that's not my, that's not my realm. Whatever market is, that's what you should be paid. But uh, there's no doubt in my mind that when you bring up Marvel, Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man are the first people or person you think of. And they they killed them. So you essentially killed your brand. Okay. And then, well, okay, we kind of see that. So says Marvel. So we'll bring Iron Man back, but not with Robert Downey Jr. Okay, well, we killed Yoda in this. They didn't, or they did. He did, whatever. But anyway, just to stick to this point, they killed Yoda, but not the way that we've seen it because he died in natural causes. But let's say they killed off Yoda for whatever reason, uh, or Han Solo they did. Let's use him, Han Solo. But they actually, you actually didn't see him die. <laughs> but anyway... Han Solo was killed by his own son. And, uh, well, you know, ratings dropped. So after we killed Han Solo, so let's bring Han back, but not as Harrison Ford. Ain't going to work, man. I, I have no idea credentials, experience, schooling, certifications, this and that, everything else. As to why my opinion would be valid, but I'm telling you. 
Quit doing that shit. I will give Marvel amazing ingenuity and credit when they did Spider-Man No Way Home with Doctor Strange and they brought back all the Spider-Mans. That, that's the only way you're going to recover from what you're doing. And when they were doing that, there was a scene in that movie, his friends, Peter Parker's friends were like, Peter, and they saw him through the metaverse in a porthole. And he was a Spider-Man, but you didn't know which one it was because he had his mask on and everything. He was running towards his friends, and then the portal closed. If they would have put an Iron Man one like that in that scene, in that sequence, and Robert Downey Jr. was running to the porthole, that would have just fucking been off the charts because it's a tease, you know, and it's like, hmm, that's very interesting. Doesn't mean Robert Downey Jr. is coming back, but it means that Spider-Man, not Spider-Man, Iron Man is not dead. You know, you got to give him a little glimmer of hope that Iron Man can and may come back because that's the only thing that's going to save the Marvel Universe. Sorry to tell you. And my perception is pretty accurate. Again, I'm not an actor. I don't want to be one. I got, I supposedly know people, and it's as far as I'm going to go, that do. I can't verify it or deny it. I can't, uh, and that's as far as that goes, okay? And I've had arguments with those people because they just think they know everything, and I'm sorry you don't. You don't have the perspective as a paying customer. And you think you know what we want. And Steve Jobs, in a marketing meeting, said something along that lines because I read his book. In his marketing department, well, we got to give customers what they want. And his response was, how do we give customers what they want when they don't even know what they want? Exactly. So you don't know. You do not dictate market. Your customers do. Go back to fucking management school 101. The customer dictates market. Not you. Stop trying. But now... Uh, DC and Marvel are trying to get one up on each other and there's people leaving Marvel to DC and then there's been just a big uproar and you're pissing off the customers. People want Henry Cavill, Cavill as Superman. Fucking listen to it. Oh no, this is not the storyline and we want to do this and he's too old and that I don't give a flying fuck how old that guy is and I'm not gay, but that fucking guy has a great physique and great body and I know a good looking guy as a heterosexual 100% good looking guy. You're a fucking moron. You finally found somebody that can fill the shoes of Superman and you're telling them to fuck off. And I don't know Henry Cavell. He doesn't need me to defend him. He doesn't need anything like that. The guy is such an amazing talent. It's fucking sick. You have your Superman. Quit fucking it up. 
and dump Adam, Adam or whatever. Just leave that for dead. That's a horrible fucking movie, and I like The Rock, but man, there's just some roles that there's just some roles that can't be filled. Quit trying to manipulate and force market. Bring back Henry Cavell. Period. Okay, it don't matter to me. But you're going to destroy your brand. Simple as that. All right. So I guess um, I don't know the full details of this. And I'm going to be very careful when I say. And it's along the lines of this, too. Hollywood is lost. Okay. The music industry is lost. Okay. Now, by perception on us bottom dwellers here and what we've heard and seen allegedly these markets are controlled by the illuminati okay if they're not fine it's that's not the point the point is somebody's pulling the strings and i've watched the music industry i'm seeing the entertainment movie industry just go to hell tv sucks movies suck music sucks it all fucking sucks. But you know what? We're just going to continue to do this and you're going to drive everything right off the fucking cliff. And it's not just my opinion. I don't care who is running the show, but you're doing it wrong. There is nobody that's motivated to get in the music industry because you tie them up and you own their ass and then you take all their fucking money and then you dictate these unrealistic things or tell them if they're a female artist, well, you can't have kids. Children will ruin your career. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cause that, cause that's, that's really how it always turns out. I don't, th I don't believe in that. I think it's how you handle the situation if a, if a a-lister wants to have kids she should be able to have kids and you should mind your own fucking business and work on her brand and her image so she can continue to do what she's doing kids in my life changed my life and inspired me to become successful uh, unfortunately i don't talk to any of them now but that's a whole different story they motivated me and there was a reason of purpose of living. And that was for my kids, not for me. But I'm going down a whole different territory. It is being mismanaged and you are destroying it from the inside. You don't like what I'm saying? That's fine. It doesn't matter to me. I can entertain myself very easily and like how I'm doing it now. You can take your movies and take your music and shove it up your fucking ass, okay? And it all started when Steve Jobs came out with iTunes. I don't care what anybody's. It actually started before that. It started with Napster. Now, I'm not a big fan of sharing, but you people, I don't know the demographics of sales of albums and this and that and everything else, but I think 
the heyday of music by observation as a fan was in the 70s and the 80s, and then it started progressively going down in the 90s. I, that, that's just my opinion, and it's continually gone downward. Now, you can pull numbers out of your ass like I did. Oh, Tim, you're wrong. Here, look at this. We're up 500%. Yeah, I, you know, I don't care about your logistics. You can shove them in your ass. I just pulled something out that said my ratings are up almost 300%. So don't use your spreadsheets and your algorithms and logistics because it's a bunch of horse shit, okay? It's just there to make somebody look look good to prove that they're doing their job and they're not. And I'm really pissed about it because I have so much passion for the music industry and, and Hollywood and movies because it's part of all culture. I will die listening to music to the day I die. And it's always a part of my life because it reminds me in a point of reference in my life. Like when I heard uh, heard. Music from the 70s as a kid, 80s growing up as a teenager, 90s now being a dad and, and a business owner, and 2000s and, and that continuing and, and you know creating a legacy, I guess, or, or whatever. But I was building my life, and, and it's archived by music, not by a fucking diary or an entry in a computer program. My life is archived by music. And I can reference it in a point in time and what was going on just by listening to a song. Those days are gone. I can't stand any music that's out right now. And in fact, the only music that I like are the ones that are not A-listers or local. Because you know why? Because you're not, if they don't play the game, they don't get into the upper echelon of A-listers and support because you people have a fucking horrible business model and you always have. But when Steve Jobs came out with iTunes, they turned the music industry upside down. He did single-handedly and the people that were involved. That was the shit. And I would probably say, I'll bet you any amount of money that sales went up Music went up. The whole music industry got lifted up from a low tide to a high tide from Steve Jobs and what he was doing. But you know what? Y'all fucking took it away. Because for some reason, you don't want us to have property in physical or digital form or any type of form that we could have in our possession. You don't want us having that. And if I had to guess, it's probably because you, again, don't want it shared. I got news for you. The reason why you have increased record sales is exposure because people share it. Like I try to share it on this show. Do you think I use this music for proprietary and monetization? No. I have gotten... I know I have Edge of Paradise, Forever Still, hopefully Wendy Wu, which I have all permission from these artists to use their material. And when I try to play it, you fuck it up with your algorithms. What part of exposure do you do not understand? 
You got no problem with commercials being exposed to everybody. When I'm fucking paying for it, I'm paying to watch TV and you're shoving commercials up my ass. Back in the day, you used to be able to, to fast forward them or to go through them. Now you can't. So why don't you let your fans and your people and your fan base shove music in someone's fucking face like you do commercials? You just don't get it. I can't tell you how many times I've bought the Boston Boston album, Journey album, Sammy Hagar albums, Van Halen albums. I'm talking about albums. Okay. CDs, cassettes. And then people sharing that stuff. I was turned on to Sammy Hagar from a friend when he picked me up from school in high school. He goes, you got to listen to this song. And it was heavy metal by Sammy Hagar. Billy Squire was another one. I never, ever would have heard of these guys unless they were played on the local radio station in Chicago, like the loop, which they fucked up all that too. I swear to God, if I came across a shitload of money or, or whatever, that I would resurrect the loop in Chicago. That is a vow that that was the culture of Chicago. It, it, and, it, and it was just destroyed because all for profits. You know, you just can't explain why some things work, but it does work by attraction, not by trying to increase sales and decreasing costs for the bottom line. You all need to go back to school for that. Money is secondary. Once you profits are the almighty God, you're going to be destroyed. Because you made it about the money. Live by the sword, die by the sword. But now... I mean, I can't even get my 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 iPod to work or sync up, and I bought it off off the market. Um, of course, Chinese, nothing against them. That's where all our shit is because you send all our fucking jobs over there. But I can't get that thing in in Windows to recognize it because when you updated my computer, um, it doesn't recognize the drive. Unknown unknown device. Fuck you, unknown device. I, it was it was a known device until you upgraded my software, my OS. So I don't know what kind of games you're playing, but you're just slowly pushing people out, and no one's gonna listen to music because you're trying to tell us how to listen to it, let alone purchase it. It doesn't work that way. You do not create market your customers create market quit trying to tell us what we need because you don't know ask steve fucking jobs okay so finally i guess steven spoke tom cruise was at some like academy award thing or something i don't follow it i don't fucking know but whatever it was and i guess he returned some of his awards because he accused the people that gave it to him that they don't know what the fuck they're doing in so many words. I don't know what he said, but it's essentially what I got out of it. So he's not wrong. And finally, somebody finally said something. And his success with Maverick, Top Gun 2, 
is a phenomenal movie. It, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Do I like Tom Cruise? I don't know Tom Cruise, but I only know what the public shows of Tom Cruise or what he lets people see. I can't comment on that. I don't agree with everything that he's done. Um, lately, I do, um, but I don't want to be judgmental. Um, but I really think, I, I'm just going to say this, I really think some things are taken out of context when he does something that people don't like. But I will tell you this, and leave Scientology out of it, the guy always tries to do things for people, i.e. make make movies, entertain us. And he's done some very um, compassionate kindness acts. So to me, again, he doesn't need me to defend him. Just saying it the way I see it. Um, I don't know if he's a nice guy, a bad guy, this, that, whatever. It's not, not for me to call. I don't know. But... The things that he has done, it seems like he's always trying to help other people. What's wrong with that? And the guy busts his ass. The Mission Impossible movies are off the charts. Top Gun 2 is off the charts. And here's here's the thing, Hollywood. And I think Steven Spielberg said this right to Tom Cruise. Is he said, you saved Hollywood. So let's look at let's look at that. Was there any woke implications? Was there any division to divide us even further or put some type of bullshit fucking narrative that 1% or 2% or 10% of the population wants so you got to shove it up our ass and put it in a fucking movie? I mean the only thing and this is going to sound totally how I do not intend it. The only thing that you could say about that is there was women fighter pilots in the movie, which I think is fucking awesome. Period. I I don't think, I think a woman fighter pilot could be just as good or should be just as good or will be just as good as a male fighter pilot. Because I'm going to tell you something, you piss off a fucking woman, she'll have no problem blowing your fucking ass out of the sky. It, just forget it. When Mama Bear comes out, that's it. You're dead. So I didn't want to get into that. But the point of all that is that there was no narratives or no uh, pronouns or no this or no that or or it just it, it was just such a great like heroic. portrayal or example of what a man and a woman can do for the right causes and the right actions to justify it. I mean, it's a great, I don't think it could have been done any better. Whoever wrote it obviously didn't see the movie Star Wars because they kind of ripped them off a little bit with the you know, putting a putting a bomb or whatever in a fucking shaft like Luke Skywalker did, but nonetheless, 
I'll say that was the best part of the movie, actually. And when Tom Cruise did it in the simulation, that fucking gave me the chills, man. Oh, this can't be done. And then he just fucking does it. <laughs> and uh, it, it was just like, holy fucking shit. That, that was probably, that's probably the best scene of a movie that I've ever seen. That, that was fucking cool. But it was nothing short of Luke Skywalker blowing up the Death Star. But who cares? Who, who fucking cares? It worked. And that's all that matters. But if Hollywood wants to save the movie industry, pay attention to Tom Cruise. Has he made some duds? Has he made some shitty movies? Absolutely. Uh, but not lately. And there's never political agendas or uh, division of people and race, color, sexual choice preference this and that it was just a fucking movie about a guy that was a rebel and he always tried to do the right thing and uh disobeyed or <laughs> orders and you know he just did what he had to do and not let this outside influence of the world use him to shove it up other people's fucking ass. And that's what you're doing, Hollywood. I see stuff on TV. I turn it off. I go, this is absolutely horrible. Comedy sucks. It's all so predictable. The commercials are horrible. What's this TV dad guy? Really? I ain't. I don't know what. The secret recipe is, but Tom Cruise does. The guy's 60. He's got Demi Moore chasing him, I guess, from what I saw. And prayers for Bruce Willis. He's just, he's in bad shape. So, I mean, prayers for him. Um, Yeah, 60 years old, doing his own stunts. He hears shit about that. Who cares? It's his life. It's his choice. Let him do it. If it brings him satisfaction, let him do it. But I'd rather see that. It's real. Here. So that's probably the best word to use. Tom Cruise is real. He's real. He doesn't take something and then flip it upside down and re-engineer it and then reverse it and put it back on you uh, and then put some narratives or agendas in there to make you do what he wants you to do. He doesn't do that. He's real. Make your movies real. Quit letting political influence, political beliefs, religious beliefs, unless it's for the common good, but not to divide us. A man is a man. A woman is a woman. A dog is a dog. A cat is a cat. Politics are politics. Sexual preference is sexual preference. Leave all, leave all that shit alone. Keep it real. Don't try to send a message to us in implications by either angering us or compassion. 
we should real, really feel sorry for these people. Why? Have your choice in your life to make yourself happy, but don't put it on the big screen and shove it up our ass and lie to us and mislead us because you have an agenda because you're trying to control market or get a certain demographic of market share. When we go to the, listen to this and the NFL learn this, when we watch our favorite teams, when we go to the theater or watch movies by streaming, which is fucking ridiculous, it's 20 bucks. That's your thinking right there. That's horrible. Well, we got to charge 20 because we don't know how many people's going to watch it. Oh, yeah, because every time I watch a fucking movie, I call everybody up and go, hey, come on over to my one bedroom apartment that's 500 square feet because I want my money's worth. So I want 10 fucking people here to watch it. Fuck you. Your streaming for movies should be the same as ticket price. But stop shoving this shit up our ass. We go to football games to escape. We listen to music to escape. We go see movies with our favorite actors or something in, in the realm of genres of sci-fi for me. Some people like comedy. Anyway, we go there to be entertained and to escape into a fantasy world that maybe someday could be us and you're destroying it because I don't want to be a transgender. I don't want to be gay. I don't want to be a Democrat. I don't want to be a Republican. I don't want to people see, see people kneeling down on one knee, which is giving servants service and allegiance to somebody else. You know, don't drag your oppressive shit into our escapism. It is doing absolutely nothing. And the NFL finally figured that out. Play fucking football. Act, but don't act, according to Arnold Schwarzenegger. When you read his book, acting lessons are don't act <laughs> when you're acting. Okay. Don't, don't, don't portray or send this message either in our face or intrinsically or subconsciously to get your point across. Those are individual choices for people. And that's as far as it should go. Don't shove it up our ass and take our music away because you think you're making more money and charge $20 for a fucking movie when I'm sitting here in my sweats laying on my couch because I want to watch a movie and it's 20 fucking dollars. Crazy. And quit taking advantage of musicians and paying pennies on the dollar for streaming when you're making all the fucking money off of them. Shame on you. You're, you're destroying things. You are literally destroying things. And Tom Cruise is telling you in his own way. And Steven Spielberg is saying, you're right. So go take it up with him. Take it up with those guys. Not me. Y'all need to go back to school. You need to figure out what your sense of purpose is. 
You are in a fantasy world. You are very blessed and privileged to be able to do that. And I hope you make a bazillion, gajillion fucking dollars doing it. But don't put your narrative and your agenda in my fantasy world because you can take it and shove it up your fucking ass. Okay. And that's it. This needs to be said. And if you don't believe me and you think I'm crazy, which I don't care, just see what's going on with DC and Marvel right now because they're going to destroy each other. Your fans, DC, want Superman. They want Henry Cavell. Don't dismiss them. Marvel, your people want Robert Downey Jr. They want Iron Man. Iron Man is your brand in the Marvel Universe. Don't dismiss them. And if you're going to kill them, have some type of uh, secession plan or something. Or like, uh-oh, backup plan. But you can't replace some chick as Iron Man. There's your narrative that again. No, Iron Man was the man. It's Cinderella's a woman. Putting, replace, killing Cinderella and bringing her back as a man is a mistake. Okay. Bringing back Scooby Doo as a cat is a fucking mistake. Okay. Bringing them back is a mistake unless you do it the right way. Again, like Spider Man did No Way Home with Doctor Strange. Fucking awesome, man. I was like, oh my God, this is so well written. I just wish they had a little blurb with Iron Man like they did looking for Peter Parker running towards that portal and it closed. That would have just been like, whoa, wow. Um, I don't know. That's all I got to say. And what do I care? Well, because I care for me because I have so much passion. And do I want to be a rock star? No. Um, but I play guitar for the love of playing guitar. Because music sucks, and I want to play music pretty much for me. And if you like what I play, that's great. If you don't, that's great too. But I don't come come on here and have narratives and before I play the guitar and say, well, you know, you should donate to the Transgender Foundation. Transgender Foundation. Like, no, listen, man, no, that's not it. That's not it. You should become a Republican and join the RNC and donate to them today. No. Fuck off. Live your life. Fight your battles individually. But don't try to make other people fight your balance, uh, battles or put your narrative in there through our escapism. You people are in a fantasy world for your job. Don't make it a fantasy world in reality. And be very careful who you align yourself with because y'all are out of fucking control. You make too much money. You let it go to your head. You think you know better than us peasants. And we pay for you. We are your customers. Don't try to manipulate set market and think what we need to do based on your narratives because that will not 
work and it's not working. And if you need an example, go watch Top Gun Maverick and I'm fucking done. How do you like that shit? Is that where my password is? I'm so pissed I can't, can't fucking remember my password. Uh, to unlock my screen. And this, I'm, I'm done anyway. I'm doing laundry, so I got to switch out my laundry. Uh, there we go. All right, so to the chat room, I'm done. It's 8.30, uh, you know, whatever. If I pissed you off, I don't know. I'm not trying to. I'm trying to make you think. And am I really the only one that thinks like this except Tom Trump 2024? You know what? I'm going to tell you something about that. I didn't want to go down that road, but you brought it up in the chat room. What? Altara, Altaraxia? I don't know. I kind of like that name. I know I butchered it. Yeah, shit's going to hit the fan. Okay. And if our elected servants and people for the will of the people, by the people, for the people, and they work for us, will not fix the, these problems, God will. And it's starting to happen. People are getting called out. It's starting to stick out like a sore thumb. Uh, I'm not playing political things here. This is the reality of it and the facts. Tucker Carlson has video from the so-called insurrection, which was a setup on January 6th. Uh, and uh, Julie Green predicted this. It's amazing. I just saw it yesterday, like six months ago, that body cam footage is going to show the truth, which is really fucking weird. Uh, but things by nature are the truth always comes out. Okay. It's going to come out. So pay attention because God will serve justice in his own way. Uh, if we don't do the right thing and it's also called karma. So pay attention to that. Um, I don't know if I want Trump back in, but I know who I don't want in. Put it that way. And just for the record, again, if I have any party affiliation, it's libertarian. So I don't have a dog in the fight. I just want government to be there if we need them and not run and ruin our fucking lives by oppression and tyranny. I like more of a hands-off approached government that if they really need to get involved, they will, but it's kind of like a last resort, not a first resort. Because I think most things can be worked out without that intervention because they got way too much power. And then it's usually in favor of them, uh, not us, or parties involved. But uh, whatever, it's a whole different show. Okay, I'm going to go. I got to flip out my um, laundry. Another example of, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about, but, um, and then when I do start talking, it just rolls on because the dominoes are connected or it's a piece of a puzzle or the dots or, you know, it's all connected. Um, but I think Steven Spielberg, Steve Jobs and Tom Cruise have it figured out. Problem is the people are calling the shots don't, and I could be totally off base and wrong, but I don't think so. Uh, we shall see. So uh, that's that. I'm going to go share the show and uh, have a great day. 
You've been listening to the original Red Pill Show.